0: Hello and welcome to Irish Industry, your podcast for all things business and economic news on the Notre Dame campus. My name is Maggie Eastland, and I'll be your host today as we delve into the world of crypto. Several Notre Dame students and professors will be weighing in on cryptocurrencies, what they are, how they work, and why you should care. I took to the quads and student centers to get a feel for the everyday students' crypto literacy. Let's hear what some Notre Dame and St. Mary's College students had to say.
1: Um, I guess in some ways they might make life easier not having actual money,
0: but they probably have cons to using them as well. It has, like, a lot of potential right now. I feel like we're going to be using it in the yeah. future, like, you know, how especially after COVID, cash. we're, like,
1: we just stop using cash entirely, pretty much, yeah. like, stop. We're definitely on,
0: like, the track to use it. Yeah.
1: I know it's getting really big. I mean, Bitcoin was, there's like, a, well, I mean, $100, ten dollars and now it's, like, what, 50000 Like, it's a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, it's definitely going to keep growing. Oil.
0: While most students don't claim to be experts on crypto, many have heard of it before and express confidence in its future success. Let's take a minute to hear how students define cryptocurrency.
1: When I think of it, I think of like monetary exchange, but like online. It's like a currency that like no one controls. I'd say it's Bitcoin, Dogecoin. I just like talk about the forms. It's
2: like a decentralized uh, currency. On the blockchain, so basically, like no government controls it, and uh, each like coin is, is like token on the blockchain. They can't be
3: replicated. It's, like it's pretty legit.
0: When it comes to their definitions, students have a few things right. First, crypto is decentralized, meaning there's no central entity controlling and recording transactions. Instead, each one is verified via a distributed network. Second. Students are right that crypto is a form of digital currency, but that's not the full story. As Notre Dame senior Brad Witten puts it, a cryptocurrency displays characteristics of a commodity, a currency, and an asset. Cryptocurrencies are similar to commodities, economic goods that can be bought and sold, because they can be freely traded with specific contracts for purchase and delivery. At the same time, they also operate like a currency or a medium of exchange and measure of value. Just as a business would accept a US dollar as payment for goods or services, some businesses like Tesla and AT&T have begun to accept crypto assets like Bitcoin as payment. Finally, cryptocurrencies are like assets in that investors add them to their portfolios in hopes of selling them at a profit in the future. In this way, cryptocurrencies are similar to stocks and bonds. These three facets make cryptocurrencies hard to value and understand. To help demystify the crypto space, I sat down with Brad Witten, founder of a new Notre Dame cryptocurrency club and future employee of Walden Bridge Capital, a Chicago-based crypto investment firm. Brad downplayed more dramatic narratives of Bitcoin replacing the U.S. dollar and focused on the value of blockchain technology.
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't really see a world where, you know, Bitcoin's going to, undermine the stability of the dollar. And at the end of the day, people have to pay taxes and dollars. You know, all business is done in dollars. I don't think that is really going to ever change. Yeah, I think a lot of people kind of think of them as, you know, just cryptocurrencies. I think Bitcoin has a little bit of a reputation of like trying to undermine the U.S. dollar and be a hedge against inflation, kind of all those things. But There's kind of a lot going on outside of that, um, particularly in like gaming and metaverse.
0: Brad compared crypto assets to digital gold, describing how they could function as a hedge against inflation. Much like buying gold, buying crypto diversifies a portfolio. In addition, for most crypto assets, including Bitcoin, there are a fixed number of coins and their price is not closely correlated with the market as a whole. The coins are volatile but their prices often move independently of the market, giving them a potential portfolio diversification benefit. Here's Brad's take.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's not uh, super clear right now. I think people talk about kind of Bitcoin being analogous to digital gold. I think uh, it's kind of a fair way of looking at it right now. And I think, yeah, going forward, that's kind of a good mental framework for how to think about it. I mean, it kind of has a lot of the same properties as gold, but uh, is better in the sense that you you don't have to pay to store it and you can transfer it over the Internet. It's unconfiscatable. Uh, There's a lot of kind of favorable properties there that I think make it better than gold as kind of a hard asset to hedge against inflation.
0: Brad also talked about one of the biggest questions in the crypto space today, how to value crypto assets. While crypto assets might share some characteristics of stocks and bonds, they cannot be valued the same way because there are no future cash flows or dividends to discount back to the present. Here's Brad's take on the question of crypto asset and cryptocurrency valuation.
3: That's a tough question. Um, there's really not many kind of great valuation models out there right now. In you know, Ethereum, for example, it's like a smart contract platform. So there's a lot of applications there built on top of it and it generates a lot of fees so you can kind of derive some value from that Um, but in terms of like bitcoin there's not a great way to really value it
0: so there's not a great way to value it but do you still believe that it has some value
3: uh yeah i mean i definitely do there's a lot of kind of nuance to it but yeah i mean i think it's becoming more and more clear that You know, there is value.
0: Students and professors involved in the space say crypto's value likely lies within blockchain technology and its applications. When I spoke to Bill McDonald, a Notre Dame finance professor who has taught classes on Bitcoin and crypto, he agreed with Brad that there's not a great way to value crypto assets at the moment, but that their value comes from the technology behind them and their ability to enable transactions.
2: We look at crypto... There's no cash flow associated with it. There's no defined cash flow or expected cash flow. Bitcoin is not going to pay dividend. Um, so when I sit down to do my discounted cash flow, the value is zero. Uh, so why does this ephemeral thing have any value at all? Well, it's because it's useful in exchange. Uh, it's useful if I want to send money across the border. I can do it for much less using crypto than I can using traditional mechanisms or going through traditional financial institutions. I I think the one thing that makes me a little bit optimistic about the crypto space is that there are some really, really bright young people working in this space. Uh, Because At the end of the day, I'm not sure whether this will take over the world or not, but when I look at the people who are working in this space, uh, I'm very impressed.
0: Professor McDonald added that some crypto assets with corporate voting rights which might also have some value. While he doesn't take a definitive stance on crypto's future, he says there's a lot of potential and young talent working in the industry. He compares the unknowns of cryptocurrency and crypto assets to the unknowns of the internet in its beginning stages.
2: I lived through when the internet was first coming online and I saw then how hard it was to explain to somebody uh your computer will be able to talk to my computer and you know people just say well so what they don't think of amazon they don't think of ebay they don't think of all the things you can do once you open that door um i don't think most people understand uh some of the things that can be done within the crypto space so i think it has tremendous potential but i am not fully confident that we'll ever realize that potential. Our countries will ever be, become comfortable with allowing this, uh, digital, these digital currencies to grow within their own boundaries. There's, there's potential benefits, but there's always risks.
0: Professor McDonald said people have a hard time understanding cryptocurrency because it involves two topics they already find difficult, heavy-duty technology and currency. He added that many people can't explain why a dollar bill has value, but they're comfortable accepting that dollar in exchange for something else. He said we should view cryptocurrency valuation the same way, by asking ourselves the question, is this a useful medium of exchange? From a strategy standpoint, Professor McDonald said cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and other crypto assets must focus on simplifying buying and selling in order to continue to grow He also identifies regulation and accessibility as two major risks. Another thing I should note is that some criticize crypto for its energy consumption. However, Professor McDonald and Brad Witten agree that the industry is ready to pivot to different methods of verification that use less energy. With these risks in mind, let's get back to the potential upside, much of which is based in blockchain technology and its successful application. Blockchain is a shared, immutable ledger for recording transactions or other information. For cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, the technology tracks and confirms information through a distributed network without a central party. The purpose of blockchain is right in the name. The technology records data, such as transactions of Bitcoin, in a block. Once the block is complete, it becomes part of the chain, with other blocks before and after it preventing any changes to the data. I sat down with Jason Yu, a second year PhD student studying blockchain to learn more about the technology.
1: So blockchain is um, it's actually a general purpose database, but the advantage of it is that it can secure transactions um, preventing untrusted party to tamper the data or modify the transaction. And the concept is actually very simple. It's just the application of it can be complicated Blockchain is unique because there is no centralized server in there, but they can still allow untrusted computers to work together, and they can record the same data on all of this computer, or a majority of them. Normally, if you want to accomplish this, you require a centralized server. But now, here everyone can be a server.
0: You went on to describe how a cryptography process called mining is the central piece for achieving consensus within the network. U compares mining to solving a complicated mathematical puzzle. In reality, that puzzle is called a hash function. This type of function works like a trapdoor, meaning a computer can efficiently find the door or the input, but struggles to find the output in the reverse direction. In the cryptocurrency mining process, the first computer to solve the puzzle receives a crypto coin reward. Once a function has been solved, it is virtually impossible to solve it in the reverse direction, thus creating the security of a blockchain-powered currency. Still, Yu says that technology has room for improvement when it comes to security and user interface. He also says blockchain's applications are far more valuable than the technology alone.
1: I would say blockchain is, by itself won't create that much value because it's just a database technology. The advantage of it, like I mentioned, it can allow multiple untrusted parties to work together and then store the same data on the database. That's something never accomplished before. If they understand this point and then apply it to other technologies or industries, then that can potentially be a revolutionary stuff.
0: Given that revolutionary potential, one Notre Dame sophomore and his group of high school friends decided to begin seriously trading and mining crypto assets last year. In his dorm room, Mitchell Brown pieced together a computer system that hums along 24-7, solving computations that could earn a reward on the Ethereum crypto network. Mitchell said his investment thesis involves two facets, long-term positions in so-called crypto blue chips, like Bitcoin and Ethereum, as well as quick trading of lesser-known coins. Mitchell knows the smaller coins are risky. In fact, he thinks these positions are no different from gambling. Still, he and his friends trade these coins just for the fun of it, with a slim possibility of huge returns if their buy-sell timing is perfect. Mitchell said that quick profit strategy has not played out yet. When it comes to trading and mining the more well-known coins, Mitchell said he and his friends have generated a positive return. So should you follow Mitchell's lead and rush to get in on crypto? The jury's still out on that question. But Professor McDonald says the technology has become important enough that those interested in finance should at least consider putting some money on the line, even for the pure educational benefit.
2: I think you should get some crypto just so that you take an interest in it and you are aware of what's going on in this space. And I think when you put money on the table, that makes you much more aware so you know, I, I think it's uh, useful to own because it make, gives you a vested interest in so, a technology that is uh, novel at this time and has lots of potential.
0: McDonald does not recommend crypto holdings as a primary asset. Instead, he suggests interested students contribute up to five percent of their portfolio towards crypto. Since almost anyone can create a crypto asset on the open space software. McDonald said researching which crypto tokens to invest in remains important. For now, crypto assets remain on the cutting edge of finance, somehow evading most valuation techniques and stumping investors. Still, those studying or working in the crypto industry believe crypto assets have value and no shortage of future potential. Like any investment, especially one involving an emerging technology like blockchain, there are risks. But those risks aren't without potential reward, as some of Bitcoin's initial investors might attest. If crypto assets are like digital gold, crypto miners and initial investors are similar to the California gold prospectors, rushing to the scene to claim what they believe to be a precious digital resource. Only time will tell whether the crypto gold rush is a boom, a bust, or some result between the two. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Irish Industry. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to reach out, please feel free to email me at meslan at nd.edu. Until next time, stay cool and stay informed.